Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Coming up on TMS, Weird Mutant Fish Body. Real Housewives of Utah Island. Building a shack-sized straw man. Total Seinfeld moment. Shequeel O'Neal. Shequeel O'Neal. She thumbs up me, thinking that was enough. Gross. Let's go get tired. <laughs> the answer is Bud Light. 3.6% of people had no antibodies, no COVID-19, and no Lieutenant Yar! Being tall doesn't make you good at basketball. TMS, we knew you'd be back. Kayak payback. Blackbird stealing fruit in the dead of night. Henderson is a bad Pokemon. COVID cloud chasers and concred with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I guess I can't say I've ever enjoyed packing an order, but I know how much depends on it. It's one part of the store the customer takes home with her. Beginning with the right size bag, I pack heavy to light. Couldn't stay away, could you? Yeah, I knew you'd be back. In a world ruled largely by logic, this is the morning stream. Good morning and welcome to TMS, everybody. It is Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, and that is Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian Ibbett. Hey-o. Hello, Tuesday. Hello, Scott. And hello. Man, you know how your day sometimes starts at 4 because you can't go back to sleep? Uh, My day started at 4.50. How's that? Is that pretty close? Yeah, that's close enough. And and I usually look at that and go, wow, I'm sure glad I can sleep till 6.45, 7 o'clock or whatever, you know? I usually usually take take heart in that. Not today. Uh, this infected eye thing from the baby touch of my eyes oh, got a little worse. So sure. I was up at four, like just caring for it, and Does then it I couldn't burn? go back to Does sleep. It itch? Burns, the... itches, hurts, um, a little blurry. You know, it's the, all it's normal yeah. stuff for it. But if it gets any worse today, I gotta go talk to my doctor and they'll get me some drops. But I, you know, normally oh, the yeah. sort of thing you just hot compress it until it goes away and then you just yeah. deal with it. But yeah. anyway, uh, that's not even the main problem. That made it so I couldn't go back to sleep. So I just sort of stayed up and got some emails done, did some other stuff that I'm behind on. And then I knew I had to be up kind of early anyway, because Kim was going to go to uh, a rental place, 
and pick up a rental truck. She's going to take an old oh. couch and some stuff from Taylor's. Taylor's looking, uh, they, they made an offer on a house, so they want to move and they want to get rid of some things before they start showing their place. And oh, uh, nice. so the idea was, hey, we'll, we'll jointly rent this truck. We don't have a pickup truck around here, so let's get one for a day. And, we'll, and they were just going to take care of all that stuff while I'm down here working. Um, yeah. I'll help them put the couch on or whatever. But anyway, that was the plan. But the goal, the, the deal was I had to drop Kim off at the rental before the show today oh. so that she could get the rental and, and go and I could bring the car back home. So we did that. I got there and I says to her, I says, I says, I say, yeah. go into the building. And once you've got confirmation or keys in your hand or something, come give me a thumbs up by the window that you're good. And I'll know that I can take off because I didn't want to leave in case sure. there was a problem. Right. She comes Makes to the sense. window, big thumbs up. I'm like, sweet. The two thumbs up. In fact, like oh, that. Good. good. All right. And uh, so I took Help. off and I go home. Now my car or sorry, her car and my phone are not tethered currently. So I don't have voiceover. Oh, the speaker system. Saying. So if somebody tries it, to call it's, me, yeah. it's just going to mute it and say, sorry, this person's driving. You know, it's going to do that message. I'm not going to have any idea because I don't answer my phone in the car. And so I'm driving home. I get all the way home, turn off the car, and then suddenly my phone freaks out with like 20 notifications. And I pick <laughs> okay. up the phone. and I'm like, oh, my gosh, those are all Kim calls, like one after another. <gasps> oh, no. Okay. I call her back. Honey, what's going on? She goes, I'm so freaking pissed. And I said, what, what happened? She goes, I just had a total Seinfeld moment. They, they don't know how to hold the reservation. Oh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> well, the, reason she, the reason she yeah. thumbed up me is because she said, I'm here for the truck I reserved. And she says, oh, yes, yeah. no problem. I'll, I'll be right back with keys. And then she thumbed up me thinking that was enough. Lady come back uh, and said, oh, the truck isn't here. You know, we do have a forerunner. We're like, that's not the point. You can't put a couch in the forerunner. It's like, it's not going to work, right? So she had these other ideas. And Kim's like, she says, I was, I almost said, you almost, or you don't know how to hold the reservation. Yeah. Like, that's the yeah. point of the reservation. So this whole thing's going down. And I don't know until I get home. So I'm like, crap. I guess, so I'm coming back to get you then. She says, yeah, I don't know what else to do. I said, all right, I'm coming. So I get in the car. I get about halfway there. I'm looking at my phone this time. <laughs> and I see it going bling, bling, bling. And, I, and so I grab it yeah. this time, hit speaker. Hello. Hey, I just thought of something. Maybe what I'll do is just get the forerunner and then we'll do the couch a different time and we'll just use this for all the other little stuff that has to be done. I'm like, okay. If you, if you <laughs> fold the seats down, won't the, won't the forerunner work? I don't know if it'll be high enough for oh, okay. this couch. All right. Fair um, enough. I, I, anyway, we, we may still try. Yeah, yeah, uh, who who knows? Sense. Okay. But she says, yeah, I think I'm going to get the forerunner. So I'm, I'm halfway over there again. I said, you know what I'm going to do, Kim? I'm going to sit in this parking lot that I'm in. And it's nowhere near her yet. I'm halfway there. I said, I'm going to sit in this church parking lot until you text me or call me and say, I got the keys. I'm good. Just so we're safe here. I don't want to come yeah, all the yeah. way out there. You know, like, I don't yeah. want to do this again. So sure enough, she got it. Everything's fine now. But it was freaking annoying to deal with. If you have a reserved thing, you should have the thing you reserved. You know? Exactly. I mean, that is the, you know, that is the, that is the whole point. <laughs> Again, this is going to sound so much like uh, Seinfeld, but that's the whole point of a reservation. It is to reserve something. It is to prevent other people from getting it. It is to say, that thing is mine right. for that day, for that time. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, uh, just maybe, we were, we were getting karma payback for something that happened last night. So check this part out. Okay. So last night, Kim and I decide... Before dinner, 
We're like, let's go get tired by uh, kayaking around the lake. I'm like, oh, you know wow, what? kayaking. Look at I, you. And I went, you know what? That sounds like fun. Let's do it. And they have the little two-man we can use. <laughs> let's go get tired. Let's go get tired. <laughs> so we were going to get either uh, separate kayaks or the dual one. The separates were taken, so we took the dual one. So her and back, me in front. She hates being in front, so I'm always in the front. Sure, sure. I don't know why. She feels like you can steer it better back there. It's another driving thing. She'd rather be driving. <laughs> anyway, so we go over there. We get the kayak. Everything's fine. And this lake that we live by is it's an island full of like $3 million houses and mm-hmm. and then surrounded by even more expensive houses. But the lake is available to anyone who lives around here. So so we go over there and we, do, we, we get on the lake and it's great. Beautiful t- that night. Last night it was like about 730 and the sun was setting, but also the clouds were covering. So we weren't getting hot. Perfect temperatures, soft breeze, ducks are out, geese are being dicks. It was great. Perfect. <laughs> and so we're, we're scooching around and we're talking about how pretty this is. And look at that weird crane. And these ducks came up to the boat and they're looking for food and I didn't have any. And Wow. All this stuff. Very, very Black serene, very nice. Instead, just bam, bam. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, yeah. one of the things that they rent there, not rent, but they let you use if you're on the HOA or you're in the neighborhood, is they let you use a, a small motorized tour boat. It's not huge, but it'll hold maybe six, seven people or something. Okay. Not a pontoon? Like what? Um... No, more like, oh, how do I describe this? It's like a, oh, I don't know how to describe it. It has it has clear walls to it so that kids can't fall out, but they can see mm-hmm. through it. I think that probably okay. gets hot in the summer, but there's just like a little wheel in the back and you have, and you can ride it yourself if you can, you have to go there and do like a one-time training or something. Yeah. So it's not a huge deal. But you have to reserve this thing. It's not one you can just go grab. Sure. So speaking of reservations. So we see this guy paddling around on that thing. And we're like, oh, cool. That'd be fun to do one time. Maybe we'll get the family out here. And she's like, yeah, that'd be great. Well, as we corner around this thing, we see the most. And I'm only saying this because it's just what she looked like. She looked like Uh a walking Bravo reality show contestant. (laughs) Um. And right. she was, and we we're very quietly paddling by. She's on the edge of this dock over there by these really expensive houses. She's clearly one of these residents. Sure. And she's got a purse hanging off her that looks like it's worth more than my house. Yeah. And uh, she's losing it because the guy in the boat is now also there. And he's slowly passing the dock and talking to her. So as we get closer, we're really curious about what's going on. Yeah. As we get closer, sure. we hear her going... I got up at the crack of dawn to reserve this for my daughter's birthday bash, which is in 20 minutes. And now you've got it. I don't have it. I don't know why I don't have it. And he goes, oh, yeah, I totally understand. As he's, as he's scooching past, he goes, yeah, boy, I agree. I agree. He just kept going. And, and she's going. So I don't know what happened or who's to blame, but this is – I've spent $1,000 on this party. It's in 10 minutes or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And the guy was like, "Oh yeah, I, to- I totally agree. That's a- that's a bummer. That's a real shame." And he just keeps going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he never, never that's really. Oh my God. He was never going to go. Oh well, let me give you the boat. First of all, they're on the right, opposite side apolog- of the lake. Like, there's no reason for him to apologize. No. It's the person who runs the boat should have had the thing on there saying, "Nope, it's not going to be available during this time." To one of them. Yeah. Whoever's in charge screwed up. Yeah. And they can deal with that or whatever. But my thought yeah. was. Well, first of all, she was, and all these girls for this party are standing there just looking crestfallen. They just oh. look so sad. The party is ruined. <laughs> They're not going to get to go out on the tour boat on the lake. These 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 really dolled up TikTok looking rich okay. girls. Yeah. And uh, 
and her mom was just really going to bat for him. And the guy says, no, no, I don't know. I, I, that's real. You know, I don't know either. I agree with you. But he's not going to stop. It's on the opposite side of the lake. He's not going to go back around there and do anything. It's, you know, what are you going to do? Right. So I was right. watching this thinking, this is really funny. They screwed up reservations. Ha, ha, ha. And then this yeah. morning happened. So I don't know if that's karma. Exactly. It's karma because you laughed. You laughed at Real Housewives of Utah Island. Oh, man. <laughs> it was so stupid. But anyway, it was very nice. Otherwise, nice little kayak ride. Yeah, some, that's nice. Tina used to do that. We we found that we weren't using the kayaks enough, so we got rid of them because they took up so much space in the garage. But man, that kayaking is a hell of a workout. Like more than you would think it would be. Yeah, my arms um, hurt and my core hurts, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which I think is is good. So we're going to do it more. They, they just opened them. Like they open it early summer or when kids get out of school they open it because kids run the thing it's all teenagers working there, oh sure which sure. is probably why the guy had the boat problem or the lady. probably exactly i'm sure it's those teen- teenagers that uh handle the rent or the uh uh the reservation system yeah. i kept thinking to myself like you're you're preaching to the wrong choir here this guy doesn't care if you were up at the crack of dawn which i doubt first of all because they don't even open till 10 mm-hmm. um a.m so that but also i doubt she spent a thousand dollars on anything because it doesn't cost anything to do yeah. this yeah well just, no thousand dollars on the birthday party yeah but i as best i could tell it was like i've got this picnic ready and she had all this stuff there sure. and this guy was just like well all right man you know i i agree with you i'm pissed too <laughs> that really sucks all right see everybody bye <laughs> it was really great anyway so that was that okay today Yes. Yesterday I teased it. Today oh, I'm going to do yes. it. Yes, the question. Oh my God. I'm the so question. Ready. I All feel right. like I need to hold on to something just in case because this might. Yeah. Yeah. There's a comedian that talks Brent. about this. If if you even bring it, broach it. You feel like you have to brace yourself. But um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. This isn't. I promise this isn't anything crazy. But I want to ask our listening community. Specifically, we have trans folks in our community that I would love to hear their takes on this. Now, what sure. I'm not looking for. Is everyone else's? I want to hear their takes, right? Right. I don't so, want to have. You're as bad so as me Tally, trying to Tally answer. Tally can it. respond. Sure. Uh, uh, if Abby West is in the uh, the chat, I don't think she is because she's very if, if shulky. I think she goes by shulky. shulky. At least she does on Be Real. Yeah. Uh, A- Abby uh, just sent me the coolest thing. Oh, I left it upstairs. She sent me. You know the you know the the Kirby and pants sticker I did. Yeah. yeah. And it's a good thing Carrie's here because she knows that I did it based on her kids. Uh, her kids' weird art. Anyway. She made a crochet version of that and sent it to me. Oh, really? Oh, that's so cool! Isn't that awesome? I didn't know uh, she. I didn't know she crocheted. I had no idea until she told she's me. She's so but. great. She getting to see her in Vegas was awesome. I was not expecting that she was going to be there. No, so. that was a nice surprise. Um, but anyway, so yeah. people like that, lots of you out there. Okay, yeah. We see you in Vegas. Yep. We know who you are. Mm-hmm. I have this question for you because somebody asked it okay. to me, and they did it in a kind of antagonizing way. I think they were trying to light me up. But I'm not asking it in that way. Oh, God. Um, but okay. I didn't have an answer for them is the problem. The problem is you're going to relay this question that was asked to you to be antagonistic. Uh, and, a little bit. I mean, they were clearly so trying to throw. It would make more sense, I guess, when you. Uh, yeah. They were trying to throw us. They were trying to throw me a curve. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I'll admit, I, I didn't have a good answer for it. So I, that's why I'm looking for this answer. Okay. So here's your question. The answer is Bud Light. Go ahead. <laughs> uh he said to me, and I'm not going to use his name because I'm not here for that. He said to me, all right, if I understand it, because he knows how I feel, everybody should be able to live their life any way they want. 
That's yeah, my, that's has, my whole vibe. Southern accent on him, or is this just for uh... just for effect? He doesn't really. Sound okay, like good. That. All right, good. Sorry, okay. sorry to Kim's family and everybody else. Southern, you, you're all <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, anyway, <laughs> so he says. Uh, so he he knowing that I feel this way, I feel very strongly that everybody on this planet. If I have the right to live the life I want to live, they all should do. Yeah. Everybody should do whatever they want. Of course, right? absolutely. Any any person with a soul uh, should feel that way. Sure, basically. Sure. Yeah. And if you don't believe in souls, anybody well, with two eyes, a mouth, and a body, you just do what have, you're going to do. I have two souls. I have the one in my body, and I have the one in my garage. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. See, lifting yeah. every day. Um, <laughs> so he knows this about me and says this this question. He says, "Well, let me ask you this." He says. <laughs> he says. <laughs> He says, I love, I love that he says, I don't know why I love it. Uh, he goes, if Shaquille O'Neal at the height of his career came out uh, saying, I'm a woman and I'm going to transition, mm-hmm. would he, would that be his right? And I said, well, of course it is, it's his right. He says, yeah. all right, well now let me, t- let me ask you this. <laughs> he says, uh-huh. what if he wanted to keep playing or what if, what if, um, Oh yeah, what if he wanted to keep playing basketball? Would they would he would he go to the WNBA and then would he just dominate everything but everyone would say that was fair or would he stay in the NBA and everybody just have to play with this uh, Shaquille O'Neal woman now, he says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, let me get some clarity here. You're I think what he was getting at was like the fairness in sports argument everyone's always having sure, about this." Sure. Yes. And He's saying if this was the way it went and then he wanted to play, let's say he wanted to play in the the WNBA, the women's league, Mm -hmm. would that be fair? Mm -hmm. And I don't have a good answer for that. I don't actually think it is fair, physically fair. I mean, is it? It's... Because <laughs> he's a huge, he's a huge person. Is, he's got there's seven foot something. I don't know any course. any of the women in the WNBA. No one has that height advantage. Nobody's got. How do you counter somebody like Shaquille O'Neal in that environment? I don't know how you do it. Like, forget about all the. Take it's impossible to do this, but remove the culture of all this out of it and all of this stuff. Of course, is it? It would it be fair of somebody of his prowess if. And I'm, I'm going to use the, the the pronoun she, so you know Shaquille Shaquille O'Neal uh, is will we'll, to differentiate from Shaquille O'Neal. We'll say Shaquille O'Neal, but no, let's uh, if if she's the only one in the league um, who's playing and who's who's transitioned from being you know a, a very uh, dominant force in the regular NBA and moved over to the WNBA. It probably wouldn't be fair. However, I mean, it's it's obviously no one is no one is transitioning just so they can have a better shot in a different league. Right? <laughs> no one says. No one says. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go through all of the uh, the stares, the questions, the judgment from people who don't know me, just so I can have a better shot in the WNBA versus the regular NBA. Yeah, which I, which is actually a point I made to this dude that I did know the answer to, which is nobody does this for clout or for exactly it's a massive personal decision that has nothing to do with any of that but but i still don't know if it'd be fair like just take away all the emotions is it fair right but she would open the door or they would open the door um shaquille would open the door for a lot more um transgendered players to say okay i feel more comfortable 
doing this now because now I see that there is, you know, that that she's opened the door for this and that she did that the Shaquille has has kind of um uh made this first step and then you'd start to get more players and and kind of would you'd get a little bit more parity. You'd kind of get a little bit more um uh, things would kind of even out, not even out, but if Shaquille isn't the only one who does this and other people who've transitioned can see that Shaquille has done this, they'll do it as well. They'll say, oh, I feel comfortable now that I can be myself, play for the WNBA as who I really am. And right. then things would start. You'd start to get, you know, it would never be, but you'd never have more be, than a few, right? You'd have like maybe a handful at the most of, you yes. know, and you've got teams of, I don't know how many, how many WNBA yes. teams are there? I have no idea. It's uh, a lot. I don't know either. But it would be 16, like, I, I don't, I, in other words, I don't think, <sighs> that, see, this is where I just struggle. I don't think it's fair that somebody as big as Shaquille O'Neal with the, with the, the, uh, advantages he has even over men who try to take him on in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It just seems insane to me. Someone in the chat said he'd also take a huge uh, pay cut, which is also <laughs> yeah, right, also exactly. a bummer about the WNBA. It's a really sad part. So uh, Talia wants to call in. I wanted to, wanted to first get our, our initial thoughts out because it's um, – it's important as a learning thing for us, for our listeners who might feel the same way as we do, that if we do say something incorrectly based on our perspective, that we we learn the same way they would learn and, and that sort of thing. So sure. uh, can we get uh, Tali into... Uh, yep. She's uh, showing us offline, but I, I'll call. We'll okay. see what happens here. Uh, Natalia. Let's bring in Natalia. Ta- Natalia is currently offline. According to this, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't get it. She's not, she's not answering. Tell you if you're out there, if you're hearing me. Oh, there she is. Hi. Hello. 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 Are you there? Okay. I didn't know it worked like this. All right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Just can pull you hey, in. Welcome to right, the right. world of technology today. Hey, um, so, so we're, we're, let's hear what you have to say. You're, 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 you're exactly the kind of person I wanted to weigh in on this. So what do First you, first of all, Brian transgendered, it's transgender. We're not past tense. Gotcha. Transgender. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, Scott. So if Shaq started taking hormones and let's assume Shaq start also taking, um, spironolactone to suppress her testosterone. Got it. Do you think her body will go through zero changes? Oh no, I assume it'd go through all kinds of changes. I would assume. Yeah, I, I so don't know that. I don't all, know if he's suddenly yeah. going to be six one though, right? Like he's no. He's, I mean, they're not going to shrink, but there are tall women. I mean, you know, being tall doesn't automatically make you good at basketball, right? So if you want to disqualify people for being tall or being, you know, having a body very well suited to their sport, you should disqualify Michael Phelps for having a weird mutant fish body. <laughs> Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Okay, good, yeah. Good. So, okay. all right. So then why do you think Shaq would still have... So let's assume Shaq goes through the normal uh, transition things with a loss of muscle mass. Well, let's, and, as, let's uh, assume that yeah. he... What, I guess what is there to assume that he would or she would in this case? Like, why what, would you have to do that? Or is that part of the deal? In other words, if you if you decide to transition, is that always part of the consideration? Or can it just be like... It typically is. So okay. I would say, 
I'm making this up off off my own knowledge. I don't know if this is real, but I'd say 95 over 95 percent of trans of trans people do some sort of medical transition. Yeah. Um, and by medical transition, I mean from taking hormones all the way to what I've done with all the surgery and shit. Sure, sure. So we have someone who's if you're taking estrogen and suppressing your testosterone, you will are going to lose your muscle mass. Right. So we assume. So let's just assume that uh, Shaq goes all the way. Yeah. For well, not all the way. Let's just say it's taking hormones for about a year or so, and I think these are about the Olympic standards that were established in the 2000s. And they have like a certain level of testosterone that can be allowed to be in your bloodstream, and if you're below that, then you're allowed to compete. And uh, you know, it's kind of arbitrary. They set it wherever they want, and it's actually risen up that there are cis women who actually have high, naturally high testosterone, and they're disqualified because of these rules. Right. Um, there was a woman, uh, an African woman, who had naturally high testosterone and was winning a bunch of races, and uh, there was a huge controversy over her having naturally high testosterone. So wow. are you going to punish her okay. just for having, you know, just the wrong DNA? Right. Jeez. Right, yeah, right. It's crazy. So, let's, so we, but that's, that's an aside. So Shaq goes through, loses muscle mass, and, uh, you know, so let's say we see an actual, you know, deficit in performance, and, you know, she decides, okay, it's time to go to the WNBA or something. Right. And it's been, I don't know, a year, two years. Testosterone levels are within cis female ranges. Right. Okay. Um, and so what's the difference for you well you're well it's not you're i i have no problem with it uh it's this other no, dude. no, no I'm i guess just, i'm just like this is thought i'm not accusing no like, no no i know i'm just I like know. what's yeah i know but what i'm so I'm, I'm answering that but here's what i also will say i think this guy thinks that shack if this happened and poor shack we're just pulling him into this stupid story mm. he's, as far as i know he's just happy making his own shoes and Raising his kid now, uh, but anyway, let's say he he did did all this. I think in this guy who was asking me the question, I think is in in his head. His thinking is it's overnight that Shaq decides on a Monday. I'm a woman, and I'm gonna be, and I'll see you Friday against the Pistons, right. and then after right. that, I'm going to the WN. Like he thinks it's all like black and white. Day one is the decision. Day yeah. two is yeah. let's play. And you've you've laid out some interesting points, which is. This stuff, the word transition means it has an inherent time, right? Time, mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. is part of it. So you don't do it overnight. Uh, you don't oh, do and it. You, and you wouldn't automatically be qualified for the WNBA overnight. Like they would probably do some blood testing and have their own rules. I mean, I, I, I don't know what, I don't know how it works for them, but I mean, yeah. like, yeah, no, they would have like a doctor, you know, approve the process and say, oh yes, they are, you know, biological you know, to meet whatever biological criteria that we've established and everything. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not like Macho Man Randy Savage can put on a dress and start wrestling with women. Right. right. It has never been like that. Worked for Andy Kaufman. Yeah. (laughs) He's the only one. He's the only one. still alive. (laughs) Well, that's Um, why the CIA kept him alive. Yes, right. (laughs) He's still alive somewhere. So, so, okay. So this is, this is kind of where I thought I was going to go. And in the moment, it was hard for me to, formulate like the time factor obviously the time factor makes a huge difference but you mentioned some of these like regulations and rules that are already in place 
dealing with levels of testosterone or levels of, uh, you know, probably various other. And like that in itself can have, has some of its issues because it's all like, are you reducing a woman just to her lack of testosterone? Right, that right, right, right. It's got but, its own stuff. You know, yeah. baby steps. But that's my question is, is do you, do you think we are closer to those things being reevaluated at a core level? Like if, if you could take away all of the public pressure on all sides, just for a second on this issue and just say, Hey, we need to. Is there a need to reevaluate these rules? Like, in a, in an objective point of view, do the rules need a tweak? It sounds like they probably always need tweaking. Like, we always need to be looking at them, not just set them in 09 and then never touch them again, sort of thing, right? Like, we should probably look at them and you know determine whether something should be increased or decreased, or you know something's changed in the general population, or. There are people uh, who are transgender who are now in the sport. So we need to adjust our numbers to accommodate this and this and this. Do you think that is happening or we're close to that happening? It could. I mean, with the way things are going, um, I'd say we're probably more likely just to drop gendered sports in general. And just like if whoever you are, just compete and no one cares. I think that should be the actual goal. Mm. And but if we're actually going to concern ourselves so much with the WNBA and all these women's versions of sports, maybe we should first focus on treating them equally, giving them equal attention, and paying them equally. Yeah, because that's yeah. you know transgender. Like the only times mo- most of these bigots only care about women's sports is when they can be bigoted about trans people in women's sports. Then they'll st- right. go back to not caring about it at all in the first place. Well, and that's right. the other. There's an economic right. factor here that is is that. The, the viewing audience for the WNBA, and this is cyclical, right? Some some things affect others, and that's why they're the way they are. But, you know, in a, in a very real sense, compared to the NBA, nobody's watching the WNBA. Just in sheer numbers, they can't pay equal because they don't get viewed equal, which means their value isn't equal. And it may also be that that's determined by these outside factors of bigotry or whatever. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure they I'm I mean, sure they contribute but I guess what I'm saying is uh I've always wondered like we had a girl on our football team in high school and it was great. We all thought it was awesome. Just seemed cool and nobody else was doing it. So it just seemed like we were cool. Um why not do that? Like if you've got somebody who's just a rad quarterback then who cares? Uh, maybe it's a bias. Maybe it's a sport versus sport issue. Like I don't know if it's like individual sports are more prone to this problem. Like if you're going to have, um, let's say, track and field head to head race or something, versus say a team sport where really it's just about the team, how the team does, and what your role in the team is. So maybe we see more happen on the team end before we see it happen on the individual end. You know, to see progress in that space. What do you think about that? I mean. Well, even so, yeah, track and field and weightlifting are probably the, the other big ones. Yeah. And um, especially with track and field, it's like in some like if we just go by the logic of it, if you lose muscle mass, but you but your skeletal structure doesn't change, then you're working with basically a heavier skeletal structure with less muscle mass than a nor- than, you know, a, you know, someone would normally have to deal with at that time. Mm-hmm. So you're almost at a disadvantage. Right. I mean, like me, I'm post-op. And so I have less testosterone. I have no natural source of testosterone except for my adrenal glands now, which is less than a cis woman. So I actually have less testosterone than a cis woman would. Oh, wow. But I still have, you know, the male skeletal structure. So I'm dealing with my, you know, I've got to build up the muscle to support that. And if I don't have the testosterone to do that, then it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. 
Like my and, my testosterone's in yep. the toilet, so I, f- I feel a certain solidarity to people <laughs> low with low tea, testosterone. Low I got the big time low T right now. Yeah, and it's you know kind of just like how uh, we're at what point are we reducing people to their biology and not to their skill? Right. And um, you know, and again, it kind of comes down to it's like you know if we just go straight to weightlifting, which is you know all about muscle and stuff like that. Yeah, I think there are some stories of, you know, some trans women who've gone in and dominated, but I don't know what levels are, and I might, you know, I just woke up, so I'm I'm not remembering correctly. But I love that we got you you right up with this, just immediately out of bed and ready to rock on the top. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I appreciate it. Well, it's hot, and I have no air conditioning, so I didn't sleep well, so (laughs) shut up. Well, it's all good. I'm glad you you piped in, though, because... and yeah, and this a is a lot to, to type. I did, I did not want to type this out on a phone. Oh, no, of course not. Oh, God. Of course yeah. not. Yeah. And we'll, I'm sure you. we'll hear from some of other trans folk in the community. They'll write in. Yeah. But I'm... Yeah, but, yeah, it's to put, you know, just to put a cap on it all, you know, it's... Try to avoid reducing people to biology. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, also just, you know, think it through that it's not... Yeah, like you said, it is... This is more to, to, the, to the guy than you, that it is not a... a no one goes through you know medical transition and you know losing friends and all of this just so they can have an edge in a sport yeah that's one of the things i said earlier is like yeah this is this is not something that somebody goes through (laughs) just just for an advantage in a different league it doesn't make any sense when people use that as an excuse they say things like that and i just go are you kidding me just listen to what you're saying about that person you think it was worth it for you to be so vitriolic and mean for them to change their whole lifestyle just so they could get two extra points in that game, give me a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, also just if they're, it's just, you know, how do you, it's just really hard to put put into words what, you know, why they should have something other than just saying, oh, they have more testosterone. Oh, they have this and this. But when you think about how it actually plays out, it doesn't, really confer much of an advantage and if it and if it does they're trying to find that there are scientists going through and you know looking at you know if there are advantages or not disadvantages for trans people in in you know their identify in the in the gendered sport they identify with they haven't really found much and i mean and if you look at a lot of you know past things like fallon fox in the mma she's a a trans woman in, in mma who's mediocre She's not great. She's not bad. She's just there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there are other, you know, it just like even when those situations do happen that they're most of these people are probably complaining about and couldn't name the person. Um, it They just they're they're just, you know, they're just like one of the other girls. Right. That's it. And then also ask yourself going the other direction, too, about how about right. the uh, what about the female to male person who was yeah. not allowed to wrestle with um all the men so he was forced to wrestle against all the women and completely destroyed them right <laughs> because this is this is the equality that you're, you're not thinking about and when that guy asks you about that chat question ask him if you can name a single wnba team saw, in, the, in the first place no I he can't that. yeah he can't. let alone a player name and name one team i think i'd, I'd already i'd already can tell you 100 can tell you that <laughs> guy what i think i could name that guy cannot name that there's no way he can name it i know this just knowing him enough and also i mean he didn't just build a straw man in this argument he built a shack size straw man and i'm a little annoyed by it because wow way to take way to take an example that is not actually an example it's not even true it's not even real like he made it up but it is a what if. 
okay, well, all right, well, let's, if we're going to play in what ifs, then let's get really down and dirty. He didn't want to do that. He just wanted black and white answers, and yeah, he thinks course. he kind of won that argument. And I just kind of walked away, going, "Well, I don't know. I'll ask people. I don't know. I don't know about this stuff." So I'm glad we did, and I'm glad you got up. Thanks for getting out of bed, <laughs> and uh, we uh, we miss you around the chat. So hope you're uh, hope you're doing good. Yeah, work, yeah. work, 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 work. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later, Tally. Yeah. See right. Tally. So there you have it. There you have it. Good. Answers from yeah. at least one of our trans community. If anyone else wants to pipe in, please email us or text us or whatever, and we'd be happy to hear it. I, you know, I say this uh, a lot, and I say this in person to uh, to all of them when I see them in person in Vegas and stuff like that. But I'm so. A, I'm so glad that they're part of our community, and B, I'm so glad that they are understanding and willing to help and and help educate a doofus like me <laughs> when I ask, you know, questions that uh, uh, things I don't understand instead of uh, you no, know, we don't know shit. me off. Yeah, we uh, don't know. We don't know nothing. You know, we know. We yeah, know. We are. Exactly. We are at the very. We are baseline allies for people, and for I sure. don't care who you are, or whatever. You all deserve to live your lives the way you want to live them. Love, love who you want to li- love. Be who you who, who you, you want to be. Inside. Do who you want to. Yes, a hundred percent across the board. You always get yes. that from us. But when we get into the weeds, sometimes we don't have the right yeah. answers. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for the clarification and the additional insight. All right, Brian. And I can now name a second uh, WNBA team: the Los Angeles Sparks. Oh, the Sparks. Oh, in the Chicago Sky. See, I don't know any of these. Uh, I mean, it's only because I I looked it up, but I'm gonna gonna memorize them. So <laughs> I know the new NBA 2K game has, uh, or 2K's NBA game has the WNBA has WNBA in there as well as an option. I think the first time, or maybe brought it back. I I don't remember, but but yeah, we're we just don't people don't forefront it. So you know, Claire made the point in the chat, like, well, they don't really. F- you know, push sports uh, the way, for girls when they're young the way they do for boys, and so of course we're a culture that values adult male sports over adult female sports for the most part, mm-hmm. at least you know the major sports because we don't value it when they're younger, and that's true too. But it's this vicious cycle. I don't know how you get out of it. Yeah, I'm not here to fix fix that. That's all going to have to be another generation. Yes, and me. Will you see what, uh, how how soon will you see this person again that you can? Uh... Uh, probably Not antagonistically, but just kind of say, so yeah, here's a couple questions. <laughs> probably Friday. And I'm going to, I'm going to make him an MP3 of the whole conversation. You can just hear it. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, terrific. I'll just okay. let him hear it. Yeah. I mean, he knows, he, he knows, yeah. he knows he and I don't see eye to eye on stuff. Yeah. He's mostly this kind of, he's the kind of person who's like, don't tread on me unless it's something I don't uh, like. And yeah. then I'll tread on that person kind of mentality. And I just hate that. I find it hypocritical yeah. and terrible. And he's listening to this right now. And dude, you know. You know I like you. You're a cool dude. Yeah, we have yeah. a lot in common. Deep but down, I like you as a person. I don't see eye to eye with you, and I don't. I don't think that you're, you're, you know, you're um, hateful. You just have this. You know, you just haven't seen the other perspective, seen the other side. Yeah, to know and I don't like. think yeah. if he he was if he was face to face with you know Tally or Abby or anyone else, he would not be antagonistic. Right. He would be. You know, he he talks a lot of talk until he meets real people, and then he's like, "Oh, yeah. well, I guess they're people too." You know, I uh, I spend so much of my time when I'm in the lift, when I'm driving for lift. I uh, spend so much of my time just biting my tongue, kind of like, mm, "Okay, yep, we only have three more minutes until I drop you off, and I'll never have to see you again, and I don't have to to enter into a big 
discussion of why your opinion is wrong. Why, yeah. yeah, I'll bet why, you see you it's not, you. It's like that spree movie. That one guy. It's yes, like, exactly. Get, I don't have any bottles of water with whatever, whatever <laughs> thing he had in the water to to knock him out. It never would have. Oh, that movie but sucked still. so bad. I freaking hated that movie. It didn't suck, Scott, because it made you think about stuff. Like, oh no, you know, I still think about acted, it. But you're yeah, right. I but, still uh, think about it. If the goal was to make me think about it, I still do. Yeah, which, so in that I case, think definitely was the goal. In that case, in yes. that case, success. But I really hated you. Poorly, movie. poorly. Uh, Man, I don't even know. That movie set out to do something, and I think it accomplished that. Was it entertaining? Less mm, so, mm. but was it? Did it? Did it give a perspective of something that should could easily happen? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and in other hands, could have been better executed. Hundred percent. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree. All right. Yeah. So let's, anyway, let's do a news story. <laughs> It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by... Brought to you by eating next to the owner of 571 Burgers and Whiskey and hearing him fart. Oh, yeah. Speaking of your little fart story pre-show. Yeah. yeah. If you're not a patron, you missed out, by the way. Brian oh, had a yeah. great story. Yeah, you got you to gotta sign up so you can hear that. You can, do, you can still do it. Sign up today and you can hear that story. We were we were told that we were sitting next to the franchise. Kim and I went to lunch there yesterday, and we were sitting by the franchise owner, the guy that owns this location, and uh, he was this very tan very buff, very tattooed up looking rich dude um, with a brand new Corvette out front, red Corvette, the, the new model, beautiful car mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, a, and, a, and a lovely woman with him. I don't know who, what relation they were. Um, but I watched him order his food. Girl walked away and then I watched him lift a cheek and do a little... Hurt. <laughs> so so he, it wasn't even like an accident like, oh, mm-hmm. geez, excuse me, sorry. No, it was like a... Uh, well, nobody paying attention. Yeah, he opened the door and let the let the horse out of the barn. Absolutely. Uh, uh, all right, check this out. The pick your yeah. own event is off now, as all the fruit was eaten by birds. Oh, this is a bummer. This is in oh, Cornwall, man. so you, you uh, English people will know what's going on. There is a pick your own cherries event every yeah. year. Uh, the National Trust property in Cornwall. Uh, this year it got canceled. Blackbirds ate all the fruit. Um, <laughs> They they did not leave plums. They just took plums. <laughs> they took all the plums. Fin- all the finally, plums. the limerick, or not the limerick, the uh, the riddle makes sense. Yes. Uh, due to, was due to be held tomorrow, uh, June 28th, oh. and the event was uh, to span over five days uh, at Cotelier. How do you say that? Oh, let me see here. Uh, Cotelier. Boy, see, the problem is that that's, that's probably Welsh, my guess is, and it's probably pronounced flurg. <laughs> You know. <laughs> no, they get those. Their words are weird. Yeah, cot. Their words are weird. They print. They print. They 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 spell things completely differently than they're pronounced. Somebody uh, c o t e h e l e. Yeah. If anyone Claire in- says give me, give me. Okay, Claire. Here you go. Yeah, try it. Claire. C-O, what is it? C o t e. Sitting H-E-L-E. over there in Northern Ireland, Ireland, acting like she knows how everything's spelled in all the other places. Claire Gack. All right. Yeah. Why Welsh isn't isn't Cornwall in did, did am I? I thought Cornwall was in was I in Cornwall Wales. Was in Wales, yeah. No, no. See, I don't know. Oh, Cornwall in Ireland? No, really? No, jeez, oh, really? Is it, is it really? I, well, then this explains that word. I've grown up always thinking Cornwall was in. Wait a minute, come on now. It's named after a British general or something. Cornwall Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes, it's not it. Exactly. What is it? Hold on. Cornwall's in England, but not. Um, 
but not Welsh, it looks like, but Cornwall's in Just England. England. Okay. Yeah. Or as I typed into search, Engling. Anyway. South England. Okay. Uh, oh, come on. Come on, Claire. <laughs> Back off. All right. Go ahead. Uh, Laura Jamin from the National Trust said 80 trees have been cleared of cherries and they're feasting on them by these cheeky blackbirds, <laughs> she says. Uh, she says cherry orchards have been blossoming since 2004, but in the last few years or past few years, there have been larger amounts of cherries. We've been very excitedly planning our pick and uh, pick your own cherries at the. <laughs> On Monday, we were getting <laughs> I don't know how to say getting the planning in place, checking the cherries were ripening, and Wednesday morning, the gardener came in to tell us they're all gone. They're gone. <laughs> so the. So the pick your own cherries event has has turned into a shoot your own blackbird event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're switching here's gears. A bow and arrow. <laughs> yep, we're pivoting this year. Bring your dogs. Uh, we're ready to rock. Uh, she did say this: 80, 80 trees worth of cherries have been feasted on by these cheeky birds. She added, "They're so cute. We don't mind too much." She says. <laughs> Oh. All right, well, okay. So people are like, Cornwall has its own language. Yeah, Cornish. I, I do know Cornish's language. I swear to God, I thought Cornwall was in Wales. And and a part of Wales could have a different language, language right? Yeah. It would be. Oh, yeah, sure. They have dialects. More language. Yeah, more language. They got dialects all over the place over there. They have they have uh, pasties and they have their own language. And I thought they were a part of Wales. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Uh, final quick story. This is for you, Brian. I, well, Chris I thought of you. By the way, Chris says it's pronounced Koshale. Koshiel. Good Lord. That's effed uh, up. Uh, this is for you. Okay. All right. Squirtle Lane is a real place in Las Vegas. There is a property company who is now naming all of their new streets after Pokemon characters. So two things you love. You love Vegas and you love the Pokemon. I love Vegas. I don't love Henderson, though. Oh, yeah. Henderson. That's a problem. It's, the, it's, uh... Henderson's a bad Pokemon. Just kidding. <laughs> and it evolves into a Pahrump. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Henderson is also where that uh, Simpsons house was that somebody won with a Frito-Lay, uh, Frito-Lay contest. Oh, yeah. And uh, they put this house right in the middle of a community. Without thinking about the fact that, yeah, people are going to be constantly driving down that street to see the Simpsons house. So, of course, the people who won it painted it to not look like the Simpsons house, even though it basically looks like the Simpsons house painted to look like all the houses around it. Yeah, that's a bummer. If I'd have gotten it, I'd have been stoked and then realized you're like it's like the place you drove past for the pizza on the roof. In, uh, right, right, in, in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'd, basically, you'd either embrace it, dress up as Homer Simpson, sit there with your garage opening, waving to everybody who drives by, or you'd say, oh, we have to move. Yep. <laughs> you basically paint it to look like every other house. Well, this lady, Andrea Miller, she is the... Uh, project construction manager of this new housing development she's naming them all pokemon because she loves them and her kids love them and she's like i don't care it's gonna be jigglypuff and freaking squirtle lane and all this all this business so i don't want to live on jigglypuff street i just don't yeah sorry snorlax avenue snorlax (laughs) oh my gosh snorlax circle would be kind of fun right snorlax circle there you go that wouldn't be too bad Someone in the chat, every, every once in a while, someone in the chat says, Scott, quit scratching your eye. It's gross. I can't help it. It itches so bad right now. I'm not yeah, even yeah, itching it. You, I'm itching under it. See, under yeah, it. but you, you make contact with the tear ducts, uh, you know, liquid that keeps, you got mucous membranes there. That'll, you know, if you get a little tear, you touching it, you're going to get that on your finger. Then you're going to touch your other eye, and you're going to have two pink eyes, Scott. Let me ask you this. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Tolbert, if you're listening, this is for you, buddy. <laughs> um, if this, I was told conjunctivitis is extremely contagious, right? Yes. Really easy to yes. get. Yes. If that's so, why whenever I've had it in my entire life, it's only ever one eye? It seems like if it's that contagious and it's the same face right. and they're inches, uh, not even inches, think, inch apart. You wouldn't think you'd need a finger to spread it from one eye to the other because they're connected by an entire face full of tissue yeah. inside. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And even then, how have I not transferred it? How did I use the same pillow last night that I did the night before and not get some eye goo in the other eye? Why? How, why? Is it why? because my immune why? system like, protect the other eye at all costs? Get up, men. It's time for... Like, I don't know. I don't know what my immune system does on its free time. Anyway, there you go. Those are your stories. Let's move on and take a break. When we come back, we'll be making some stuff with Bill. After that, some science with Bobby. All that coming up after this song Brian brought. Dang it, I didn't have this ready. All right, so the singer, the performer that I'm going to be playing. Oh, this is cool. So this is a woman in uh, L.A. uh, who goes by the name Goblin. She and it kind of, uh, um, uh, let's see here. She, where is it? I did it. Indie musician, touring bassist for Claude Goblin, who, uh, who's, uh, they, she goes by they, them, um, Claude Goblin. Uh, like no, no, last she's name? the bassist for a band called Claude. Oh, her name is Goblin and it's spelled G O B L Y N N E. Like if her name was Lynn, she just added gob to the beginning. So she's Goblin. Love which it. I really loved. Love that. Um, she, this is uh, her brand new album, which is called hot exclamation point, uh, uh frowny face, uh, which is an art <laughs> pop record about the delicious, insane horrors of trying to be a girl. I love this. Uh, so this just came out last week. And there's a very, uh, there's kind of a wet leg property. I don't know if you're familiar with wet leg and their song about, uh, chaise long. Oh uh, yeah. We, uh, on the chaise long. My mom loves or my mom, my wife loves that song and I I like it, but I don't like this. I don't like the word chaise long. Chaise long. Cause it looks like it. it, Cause if you glance, you think it should be chase lounge. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how she's in the wrong place. Yeah. No matter how anyone says it, even somebody who's actually French, it just, it's like doily or gymnasium or (laughs) I hate that word so much, but that song's awesome. They're great. Love those guys. Uh, (laughs) pardon. (laughs) That's right. Butter. Would you, can you come and butter my muffin? Anyway, I love, I love wet leg and I love that song. All right. Anyway, that's who this reminds me of. The singer is Goblin. Uh, the new single is uh, Where This Goes. It's from her brand new album, Hot! Exclamation point frowny face. And I'm dead serious about the exclamation point frowny face. Um, check it out. Here's the, uh, here's the song, <laughs> Where This Goes. <laughs> Just like that, I'm all in 
episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com/twizzlers. It's here that the customer has her last important contact with the store. To a large extent, a checker's actions determine whether a shopper will be back. Ah. 
we're back. Tell me who that was one more time. Sure. That was Goblin, G-O-B-L-Y-N-N-E, and uh, the brand new single, Where This Goes, from her new album, Hot! Exclamation point frowny face. I just remembered that uh, Bill is driving today. He's not here. Oh, right. So I'm going to add Bobby early. Bobby, are you ready for my early adding? Because you're online. If it makes you feel better, Bobby, we can call you Bill for the first two minutes you're on the on the call. Yeah, I always try to finish. anyway, you know, or even do it by accident. <laughs> Why not continue the tradition? Um, exactly. Yeah, I uh, I actually knew this and then forgot. So what good does it do me to ping these people the night before? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we'll try to call Bobby. He might be taking a poop. <laughs> Science. I don't know. Science poop. <laughs> who, who knows? But uh, hopefully he is uh, ringing in. Oh, there he is. All right. He's, he's a real sport. Let's play this now. Science. Bob is hungry, and the soup looks good. Hey, look. It's Bobby Frankenberger, who didn't think he was going to be on for another 20 minutes or so. But now he's here. And boy, what a, what a thrill it is for me. Yeah. To welcome you to caught show. me. The, day, the one day you decide to... To call a little bit early is the one day that I can't listen live because I'm I'm we were uh in the we're recording our science podcast. Right oh, now, but right, like oh, right now you're right recording. Now. Now? Don't worry, don't worry, because right now you're feeling guilty. Yeah, um, I am. Don't worry, we had planned already to take a break in the middle of recording so that I could do TMS. Oh, um, oh, well then, okay. so we right. he so just, just shifted a little bit up. early. Yeah, so now we're just taking up. a little bit early. I was like, oh, looks like they're calling me early. Let's well, take our break now. <laughs> the good news is, you know, the the show prior to this, you didn't miss anything. Nothing controversial. No, Uh-oh. you know, no Uh-oh. exciting deep talk or anything like that. So yeah, uh, you had nothing worry. nothing to worry about. Yeah, you no reason. No reason. I guess I'm going to have to go back and listen. You might want to. You might enjoy. <laughs> I don't think it was all that controversial. I think it was educational. I think uh, I think we helped people understand some things. I hope. But I have no idea what you've got planned. You got the science dripping off you like you always do. But now you're even Jeez. hot from a break from a, from your po- science podcast. You must really be ready to land something here. So so what'd you bring there, Bobby? I um I brought some uh, some COVID news. <laughs> uh oh. Some uh, it's it's not bad. I not heard bad. COVID was over, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's <laughs> that's another question entirely. Mm. Um, do you remember we talked about uh, I, did we talk about it on this show where the the World Health Organization said that it's basically endemic, yeah, endemic now? Mm-hmm. Did we yeah. talk about we that did. here? Yeah. yeah, we did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, fortunately, that's not what I'm talking about. So oh, good. <laughs> that's why that's why when I went to the doctor yesterday, I did not have to put on a mask when I was waiting in the waiting room. They was it was optional if I had any symptoms for oh, the first yeah. time. That was that. new at ours too. They said um, I yeah. even asked her about it, and she says, "Yeah, it just got to the point where we did, we were having arguments with everybody about it. Ugh. Like everybody that came yeah. in was having a problem with it." And we were like, all right, well, even though this is a place where people come in that are sick all the time, we kind of thought yeah. it would stick. But we're just going to let them, if they, basically they have a sign that says, if you have a cold or any kind of anything and you're coming in here, please wear a mask. And that's as good as they can yeah. do. Yeah. So. Right, right. Yeah. Do you, th- do you find that um, where you guys are, that people are still, uh, people are still wearing, are still masking the way that they were? Oh, like, no. Not even close. Um, I, I guess I'm asking the question in the wrong way because no, people aren't masking the way that they were. Um, that's the way but, they uh, were. No, but when I'm in the airport or on a plane, I do see. That's probably where I see the highest concentration of people still 
wearing masks and that's probably a smart place to uh <laughs> yeah. to still you know still wear your mask especially i mean if you're feeling sick wherever you go grocery store bank i don't care yeah. if you're feeling sick and you leave the house wear a, a freaking mask that's yeah. that bottom line i think that's the one thing that we should take from this that should apply to any uh, any pro any any symptoms COVID or not if you're feeling sick and you leave the house wear a mask is it co- a common courtesy for everybody else uh Asian countries that's, and that's like- what I was wondering about is is do you find that people are are generally more tolerant of like people are still mm. seem to be willing to wear masks and people aren't weirded out as much oh I got a story oh, yeah. for you. you want to hear a good one so we went to I oh, think no. I told on the show we went to Van's soccer game and uh Dylan's dad is a little on the uh, we'd wear a mask for kind of side of things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get there, and I really like him, by the way. He's awesome. He's a great guy, but he's got some of these, you know, he's got some hangups. And um, we get there, and Carter's wearing a mask because she had, she had that con crud from London on her way back. She got really sick. She was sick for like four days. It was awful. It was never COVID, but it was, she was pretty sick. She really wanted to see her nephew play. This was the last game. So mm-hmm. she shows up in a mask, and he goes, what are you wearing a mask for? Are you afraid you're going to get COVID? Uh, and she goes, no, nah, I just had this flu bug uh, con crud thing I got in London. I didn't want to get anyone else sick. And he goes, oh, well, actually, I appreciate that. Thanks. I appreciate it. So he did a complete turnaround. <laughs> right. Because, you know, she she had this reason. And so when you take when you take people's politics out of it, suddenly it becomes, oh, well, thanks for protecting me. Anyway. Right. Exactly. Other than that, yeah. though, I haven't seen, I haven't run into any, like, major problems. Um, I haven't seen any Costco people uh, having a fit <laughs> because somebody else is wearing a mask and they're not. And yeah. yeah, I just think that hopefully that's something that sticks around is that people are at least more comfortable with the idea of masks. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, I want to be like Asia. I want to be like Japan. I just want you know they've been doing yeah, this forever. It's just a thing. It's just a, a thing. Another thing that people do. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I hope it stays. What, that what, way, what I what I don't mind. I if somebody's like I can't wear a mask, it kills me. Even if I get sick, it's fine. I don't care if you say that to yourself. Say that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Quit giving anyone shit for wearing one. That's my right. only problem yeah, with it. Yeah. I, I would like it if you all would be more careful around each other. That'd be great. But if you're not going to be, freaking keep it to yourself. Don't go mm-hmm. up to strangers like these. There's a TikTok pranker guy. His whole gig, his whole shtick is to walk up to people in Walmarts or anywhere he finds anyone in a mask and accost them and start shooting questions at them about why they're doing it. What are they afraid of? Are they afraid of, have you been vaccinated? Like all this stuff, just like bombarding them. And these poor people, like this one woman's like, um, I have like a really serious uh, autoimmune disease and I'm uh, my doctor told me to wear this everywhere I go. And it doesn't matter whether there's anyone sick or not. Like I just want to jump through the screen and kick this kid's ass so hard. <laughs> I just want to beat him to a pulp because uh, that's my problem. It isn't the other. It isn't that you might have some misgivings or you feel weird. My problem is you going after other people. So f right yeah. off with that business. All right. Here's I my want to two start words. a TikTok. Double, double bird. Yeah. I want to start a TikTok where what I do is I go up to those people and um and make it so that they don't have the internet anymore and watch them freak out. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I think that's really the only thing driving all of this is their their the clicks. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Clout yes. chasers, man. Clout chasing's a real disease. Uh, yeah. What I heard the other what? day is the the new phrase I like is when people get called fatally online. Have you heard that before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that. That's I funny. like I yeah. like that one. People will be like, oh, yeah. I'm so fatally online. I totally believe this thing, or I did this thing, and I, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a great it's a great term. We'll see if I'm sick of it in a yeah. week, but I like it right now. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway. But I got some COVID news. <laughs> oh, good. Let's oh, yeah. hear it. Oh, yeah, that's where um, this, this started, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the basic, so the CDC worked with the American Red Cross recently and tested a bunch of blood donations. Um, and uh, they, because they wanted to test for antibodies in the general population just to see where things were. It's just a, it can be a good idea to test uh, for antibodies just to see where things are, not just with COVID, but with different diseases altogether. But they were looking at COVID in this. They wanted to see how many people have COVID 19 antibodies in their blood. And um, this was around uh, the fall of last year, so fall 2022. And they found that, get ready, 96.4% of Americans had COVID-19 antibodies in their blood by the fall of 2022. Now, what's the 96? sample? Wow. What's Holy the God. sample size of that, of that blood though? You know, not everyone gives the, gives blood. So how, how do they jump to that? How no, they, but they, they had, the um, <laughs> I, I actually didn't look into exactly how many, but, but it was fairly large because they have access to all um, blood donations and any other, mm. any other, uh, any other way that the American Red Cross was getting blood from people. Mm-hmm. Um, they test it for a lot of different things already. Uh, so they were just working, CDC was just working with the American Red Cross and had them just run these tests, right? And um, they found that uh, there, are th- there are kind of three categories, four if you, if you count another one, but uh, the categories of people that they found were um, people who had antibodies from just vaccines, mm-hmm. like vaccine-induced antibodies only, there were people who had uh, antibodies from from only from infection, like that's how they got their antibodies. And then there was a the hybrid group of people who who had antibodies from both infection and from from vaccination. Mm. Um, and then of course the three point six percent of people who who had no no antibodies at all, so no exposure to COVID nineteen yet. That's a small group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very small, 3.6% of people. So uh, 26.1% of people were, they found were, had their antibodies from only vaccines. Like that's how they got their antibodies. They haven't had infection. They've, they're vaccine induced antibodies only. Right. And then 22.6% of people from just infection. And then the large majority, almost half of all the people, 47.7% of people had some combination of vac- of antibodies from from getting vaccines and from from being from having a covid infection. Is any can any of that happen through um uh, uh transfusion like from other people's blood who you know what I mean? Like can you can I show antibodies if I had gotten an accident and they rushed me to the hospital gave me a bunch of O2 negative and then bam I've got some antibodies cuz that guy who gave his blood did that's a really good question. They didn't talk about that, but I would guess that that's probably, yeah, I mean, that's all you need is, so antibodies are different than anti, antigens also. Antibodies are what your body is producing. Right. Um, so um, you can have antibodies, but I don't know if those stick around or if the antibodies themselves can act as an antigen that would cause you to produce more antibodies. Mm. That's that's something I don't know. Mm. Um, but, uh, but they're pretty confident that they can, they can divide out these groups. And it's, it's, it's interesting how they figured it out because what it is, is that, um, when your body naturally makes antibodies, it's, it's this type of antibody called an anti N antibody, because it's, it's the, the antibodies that your body produces from a natural infection are targeting a different protein 
than what the vaccines are targeting. The vaccines target, we all have heard of the spike proteins at this point, right? Mm -hmm. which are those finger-like spike protrusions from from the outside of the the virus right the vaccines produce those we call them they're called s proteins just short for spike um, but uh so what they do is they create uh a vaccine that has those spike proteins in it or something similar that causes your body to produce anti s antibodies which target the spike proteins so they're very specific to the vaccines this is not how your body naturally does it mm. um so we can look to see if you have anti-S antibodies that are targeting from targeting these spike proteins, that means you got the vaccine, Mm. um, that you got a vaccine. And so the next question is, do you have the, the anti N antibodies, which are the naturally occurring ones? If you do, then that means you were exposed to an infection. And then you can just look at the overlap by looking at vaccine databases and everything to figure out who falls into the vaccine only, infection only, or the hybrid group. Is it still still true that the antibodies are only supposed to last like three months or two months in your system or something? Is that Well, that's one of the questions that people have is that um, is, is, is this number... How accurately does this number represent the population? And they're pretty confident that that it's actually this ninety six point four percent is actually an underestimate of how many people have antibodies in the population. And the reason that they they think it's an underestimate is exactly what you were talking about, Scott. Is antibodies fade over time? We know that that's true. Yeah. Um. So if you've gotten the vaccine and then, or you were exposed, but you've not been exposed in a long time then you might have a really low antibody rate that might not be picked up right. by a test. Also, the tests could be faulty or it just is a, is a false negative or something like that. So, and that always happens. So there's, it's always going to be, you know, that their guess is that this 97, 96.4% is actually an underreporting and that probably it's, even closer to a hundred percent of people in the population. So if they tested me and Brian, Brian, what were you October last year? You had your Um, September. September? It was right after Labor Day. Okay. Mine was November. If they tested Brian and I's blood, would we show anything at this stage? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know that for sure. I don't know the exact numbers, but I do know that, that when they were talking about, um, talking about, what the the schedule of boosters and vaccinations and everything is going to be that they're moving towards a yearly one. So I'd imagine that that's based on the fact that it probably lasts, you know, long enough that doing it once a year is okay. Right. Also, we know that um, we know that having the vaccine and being infected with COVID gives you even better immunity. So you probably, if you had COVID exposure um, and you had the vaccine, then you probably have antibodies um even more sticking around even longer that'd be good um, yeah so what are the that's are, all speculation though i don't know those numbers for sure do so. do we know what the current infection rates are like uh, you know no one talks about these anymore because it's not you know the breaking horrible news it used to be but is it is it still like i mean i assume it's still some, out there and it's still killing people yeah. um for sure it's uh so when the World Health Organization decided to to sort of downgrade it from being an emergency, uh, the that decision was based on not on infection rate. Mm. Um, that decision, I, I think, in in part, it was 
based on infection rate, but but definitely a large part of that decision was based on um, how most countries know how to know how to treat and deal with it now. Um, and so that's a lot of why it was an emergency before is because it was brand new and people were dying in, at such high numbers because we, it, it was, we didn't know how to treat it. You know, it was just yeah. send people to hospitals, put them on a respirator and hope that they make it through. Um, I mean, I'm simplifying it a lot and I don't want to, <laughs> don't want to downplay the amount of effort and work that healthcare professionals put into helping sure. people, but but uh, but yeah, it, we didn't know a lot about, but now we do. We know how to treat it. We know it works. We know the the types of medications to give. We know the types of general uh, medical treatments to help keep people alive. And so we're we're equipped now to deal with. We have the infrastructure in 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 place to say, okay, um, looks like infection rates are going up. What are the types of things that we need to do to make sure? that it doesn't you know like we know how to do this on a population level as well all this kind of stuff right and so right. that's why it got downgraded but it's certainly still out there um even though the director of the world health organization he even made the point that yes this isn't it's being downgraded from an emergency but but people are still lots of people are still dying every day so we can't stop worrying about this we can't stop yeah. thinking this is a problem you we know, just—it's not as—it's not an emergency. Anymore. I suspect when fall and winter rolls around, we'll hear about yeah the that's usual what we're uptick, for, right? like like flu sure. and everything else we get every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I assume it's also probably the the you know it's the high risk groups that are still at most risk, like you know your oh yeah people yeah. in their eighties. It's, it's that way with everything. I mean, it's that way with the flu as well. Um, yeah, you know, young um, infants who can't get the flu shot or, or and and. And, and the elderly who are just at higher risk in general. Sure. Those are the ones you worry about the most. So. Sure. That makes sense. Take care of grandma, everybody. You got to do um, the things you got to do to to keep everybody safe. Like when you have pink right. eye, you should stop touching your face. I know, right? <laughs> what, is, what is with these right. people to keep touching their eye when they've got pink yeah, eye? I know. Exactly. Some people have been saying, like, get an ice pack really quick and just have it over you know, over your eye to uh, quell the itching at least. Oh, I, no other the, reason. I think ice have would be bad. Have you talked to a doctor? You the, have you gotten any eye drops or anything? No. She says if it's not better by tonight I, or this afternoon, I got to call her again. And if it's not, we're going to get That's some. That's weird. Because they usually, it's. Like last time I had this was, I don't know, when Van was a baby. Same thing happened. <laughs> yeah. Same eye, in fact. putting babies in your eye. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get real cuddly with him, but he, he, when that happened to me, it took me, I don't know, it was maybe 15 hours and, and it went away or it started to go away enough to where I didn't worry about it. And this time I was hoping for the same, but we're already creeping up on that number. So I probably got to just get some, she, they've got antibiotic eye drops that'll probably kill it and half an afternoon or something so i probably should just do it that's why i thought it. that's why i think it's weird that they said to just wait because they can stephanie had pink eye not too long ago and she didn't even have to go in she just called she did like a teledoc thing and they just looked at it on the camera and they were like yep and they called it in and the antibiotic the eye drops are so cheap yeah they don't cost much they're they're cheap to do it's not a big deal i think think she just doesn't she's she's kind of weird in that sometimes she seems like she wants to not just throw medication at everything and then there are other times where she wants to throw medication at everything yeah but pink Mm -hmm. eye is so contagious oh i know (laughs) i'm giving it to you right now just looking at you 
I know. I've, I'm going to go got, dunk my putting, face in some acid when I'm I've done. got a filter on my Discord to keep me from yeah. getting it. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it's mo- it's mostly, like right now, it doesn't hurt in the mornings and at night. It reminds me of a cold. It's worse in the morning and at night, always. And I woke up this morning, it was like a big crusty nightmare and, you know, like four like a warm washcloth over it. Yeah, and if you hold it there long enough, it, it kind of eases it. And they say that's the best because it promotes uh, blood flow because the warmth, the heat... Mm-hmm. We'll get your, the blood in your eye moving around, which is always good for just healing anything. And they yeah. said, don't put ice on it. I said, really? She goes, yeah, no ice. Ice will just slow that all down and the healing takes longer. Don't do it. And I said, oh, okay. really? Huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And your eye already has limited blood flow to begin with, so you don't want to slow that down. Mm, um, constrict those blood vessels any further. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah okay. Kind of makes sense. Don't heal my eyeball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, it's always good to talk to you. Uh, what is the topic you guys are discussing on the show that's currently paused that you'll go back to when we hang up on you? <laughs> oh, we're talking right now. I mean, I was in the middle of talking about glass and how glass is made. So Ooh. that'll come out next oh, week. That's cool. Oh, wow. you, do you get that's into cool. how like in the uh, the old West, the glass was always kind of warbly and how we figured that out? Because that was a cool innovation when it wasn't warbly anymore. Do you know what I'm talking about? We did. We're not talking about that. I should have you on the show. You should be. Oh, I don't know shit. I just like know a Western glass. <laughs> no, all I know is like if I see 310 to Yuma or any modern Western, the glass is always like if you watch Deadwood, the glass yeah, is always yeah. like this weird warped. Yeah. Uh, it's like clearly they didn't have the process down back then. Um, oh, yeah. Well, we've learned a lot about things that you can put into glass to change the temperature that it can be worked at, which allows, like, if you can get it liquidy at lower temperatures, and it makes it easier to get bubbles out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's probably a lot of those advances have been made. Yeah. Glass has been around for a really, really long time, though, thousands and thousands of years. Well, uh, good luck with the rest of your show. It sounds like it'll be fascinating. That's All Around Science, wherever you get your podcasts, everybody. Bobby, that's thanks right. for hanging all with us. All Around Science. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye-bye. See you, Bobby. Okay, let's see what happens if I put this back. Oh, I know what I did. <laughs> I know what I did. I did one thing sooner than the other thing. I'm supposed to remove oh. him, or I'm supposed to set him back into the player and not yeah. separate it for video and then hang up on him. But instead, I hung up gotcha. on him and then added it back to the player, which reset our call. Lame. Shame. Just shame. It's a real shame, but I've done here um all right that is uh gonna do it for today's show although i do have an email i'd like to end things with we uh we haven't really talked about this this uh the freaking submarine that had its oh yeah we really haven't yeah the whole world was Uh, talking about it but tms ignored it kind of we didn't talk about it i didn't feel like there was much to say because it i don't know it's just a a hideous thing all around like what else it is to the conversation um but we got this email about large oceans and bodies of water uh, which uh, kind of related to a conversation we had a little while ago about what scares, you know, like, can you be in the middle of the ocean? Does that freak anyone out? And that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, good morning, Superior and B Ontario. <laughs> Couldn't find another great lake that began with a B. Makes sense. All right. Yeah, I wish there was a Lake Ontario. Ontario. Yeah, sure. I'd go there. Uh, Scott says he doesn't like large bodies of water that seem endless. I really don't. I hate that. If you're on yeah. a boat in the middle of any of the Great Lakes, it feels like a freshwater ocean. Does this problem uh, with oceans, uh, sorry, with open oceans play into why Scott likes Waterworld so much? Also with the lack <laughs> of ocean, why, why he loves Fury Road so much. Love the show, though. Abby with an I from Michigan. P.S. I don't like openness. I don't know, what does that say? Open. No, I don't like open oceans. <laughs> 
it's a, it's a stretch. It's a real stretch, but we'll we'll take it. We'll allow it. Yeah. Um, okay. So the answer to your question, I think, is yes. I think part of what draws me Why to these like wastelands, water, whether it's water wasteland or desolate wastelands, mm-hmm. is this idea of how I don't know how how utterly scary that is, mm-hmm. and I get to experience it on a big screen with cool sound. You know what I mean? I don't have to be there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. I I do like when you were stuff like when you that. went on your cruise and land was not visible for part of that time. Yeah. Um, or was land always visible because you were kind of no? There were there were times place. where there you couldn't see anything, and also in the morning yeah. the the fog would be so thick. Even if there oh, was land, sure. you couldn't see it. I don't like that, so I would be up yeah. on deck with Kim looking at it. Doesn't bother her at all, but I would <laughs> but see you'd be it. Kind of freaking out a little bit, a little bit, a little piece yeah. of me would go, "Where are we? I don't even like this. This is bad." And then yeah. I would, I, I think I was just prepared to like tell myself, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> So I got I got pretty good at ignoring it. Um, so her and I had the opposite problem. I'm freaked out by the idea of where we are. She gets motion sick from the motion, just straight up, you know, like an actual cause and effect. She has a reason to feel sick. I I have no reason other than it just kind of freaks me out. And so if you start catastrophizing, going, well, what if this boat broke down right here? What would we do? Yeah, right, right. and then you start thinking about Titanic's and all that other crap. That's why you have uh, lifeboats, and now they have enough lifeboats for all the people who are on the boat. That's right. Now they do. They didn't yeah. skimp on it this time, turns no. out. We, anyway. We can thank, uh, uh, <laughs> we can thank uh, actress Kathy Bates yeah. for always having enough lifeboats now. Now, the one thing that doesn't freak me out, maybe it's because it's so far removed, but endless space doesn't freak me out. Like in space, well, not at but all. Just, but just, oh, really? So just water... Interesting. Water okay. and land. Maybe land where I'd have no water and no access to food and it's just a giant desert. Maybe that's a little bad, but mm-hmm. but huge bodies of water, even though those have limits, that yeah. freaks me out more than if I was in space, which virtually has zero limits. Sure. And I don't know why. Like George yeah, like George Clooney floating out there. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a, all that big a deal. I mean, you're, I, I don't want to go for days and starve to death and run out of oxygen. Yeah. That, that sounds awful, <laughs> exactly. right? But it doesn't inherently freak me out to be out there. Maybe it's because, A, I've never been there. Yeah. And, yeah. and B, I, you know. There's no frame of context since you've never been to space. You've been around water. You've been on water. And you can experience that and what that feels like just to not see land but you've never been out in space to be able to say well my frame of reference is when i was in space going oh jesus i couldn't see any and maybe part of it is that in land or sorry in water i know that there are bordering land somewhere it may be too far practically to get to and that's that's what would freak me out is that i'm out here i know there's land i'm gonna die anyway in space it would be like eh I don't know where the edge of anything is. It's just out here. We're just forever, and it's no big deal. And I guess the Earth is a not really a border, though, is it? He's like me. He's just sort of hanging out in dead space. I don't know. It's just a different mindset. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. The, yeah. the, the George Clooney and gravity thing did freak me out. It's like, oh, my God. I can't even imagine, like, great, I'm just, you know, floating untethered, and it's just because I let go of a thing to save this other person or, or to do this other thing. And, and uh I'm just going to float out here until I run out of oxygen and die. Did he burn? I can't remember if he burned into the I atmosphere. I can't remember either. It's been a while since I've seen that. Because if you I burn into he, the atmosphere, what's worse, floating forever until you just die? Or you fall into Earth's atmosphere and burn up in that? What would, what would you rather have? Um, I think I'd rather 
burn on re-entry into Earth's atmosphere because it would get over quickly, as opposed to that that feeling of just knowing. Yeah. You know, that at some point my suit's going to run out of oxygen. Even um, if there's some gnarly pain for a hot second, I still think I'd yeah, rather have exactly. that. Yeah. Listen, BioCal, the movie's been out for long enough that you can't shout spoilers. Spoilers? Okay? What? Yeah. yeah, come on now. That was like 2012, man. It was a long yeah. time ago. Jeez. Uh, you pay attention to the Oscars? Maybe watch that movie. It's pretty damn good. <laughs> that movie is good. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, that other Mexican Denis, Denis director. Villeneuve, right? No, no, no. It was, um, oh, it's the other guy. It's the Mexican. Alma, Almadar. Al, Alma, He's the Mexican uh, director that works a lot with uh, Del Toro. Pedro Almodovar? No. He did the third Harry Potter movie. I cannot think of this guy's name. Did he also do Children of Men? <sighs> Who am I thinking? Alfonso Cuaron. That's yes, it. That's it. Thank you. I was confusing with the... Uh, uh, the other the brilliant other. director, Denise Villeneuve. Well, I was thinking of Denise Villeneuve, but I was also thinking of. Uh, um, oh, and now I can't remember his name because all I can think of is Cuaron. Is Hello. he the anyway. one? You're thinking of the one that did the bear on uh, Leonardo DiCaprio bear attack one? They're also. Oh, the. the yeah, he's a Mexican maybe. director also. I forgot his Yes, name. maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Let's see here. That's called the. They're all buddies. Uh, the Revenant. The Revenant. The Revenant. Thank you. I don't know uh, why I remembered that. I never remember that. I'm glad I just, you did because all I could think of was, uh, yeah. I oh, remember. I yeah. remember things when other people. I remember yeah, things when you other don't people have don't have to remember it, and it's easy because you're not struggling. It's it's <laughs> the it. it's the it's the um, act of struggling to remember something that pushes it further out. Of yeah, the isn't that weird? Yes. I, yes. I think we just proved it. We did an example. Yeah, Birdman's the 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 Revenant guy. It also did yeah Birdman. yeah in, in those Inaritu. three those three mexican directors man I, mm-hmm. l- let's get them all together on one let's get one big del toro writes it carone directs it the other guy does something with a bear i don't know whatever get it all done make that happen yeah because i mean look we got spielberg and lucas together and we got raiders of the lost ark yeah and so King yeah, of the crystal skull oh. for these team-ups Oh, you're yeah. seeing that this week. Is it Thursday you're I'm seeing, seeing it? it Thursday night, yeah. Are you excited? Like, where are you at on your head there? I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, I feel like, all right, it's probably, I'm going in with some low expectations, so I'm probably going to like it a lot more than, than I'm expecting I'm going to like it, but I'm going in expecting that it, I'm going to be disappointed, so I'm hoping that I will, um, that, that having my expectations low like that. Uh, I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I mean, of course, we all love Harrison Ford. Um, Toby Jones. Uh, uh, you know, there, there's so many great people in this thing. John Rhys Davies is back as a song. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, it's... Uh, Antonio Banderas as Ronaldo. Exactly. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing it, and I've, I'm, I'm open-minded, expectations low, Let's bring it on, you know, and, and the little clip that uh, Disney Plus has, they give you a little bit of a chase, maybe a minute, two minutes of uh, of uh, um, like a tuk-tuk kind of vehicle chase. I mean, they're not tuk-tuks, but sure. size-wise. Yeah. And that looks great. It looks like the kind of thing that you love in Indiana Jones movies. And as long as we don't get, um, I don't know, uh, uh, 
oh, you know, we do. Like, that was, that was, uh, that was <laughs> Chewbacca. Yeah, man, I know what you mean. mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, as long as we don't get anything like that, I'm going to be fine with this. And I hope you, I, you know what? First thing you got to report on. I when, trust him. When you get back, you got to report on whether we got like a Tarzan moment or not. Yeah, I'm sure. You don't even have to tell us what it is. We'll hear about it Friday morning during play date. Yeah, you don't even have to tell us what it was. Just warn us all that there's a Tarzan moment. Yes, exactly. Mads Mikkelsen. I forgot he was in this. I love Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, Mads Mikkelsen. And I'm curious, is there going to be a a stinger? There haven't been stingers in any of the other uh, Indiana Jones films, but this feels like it could be opportunity for a stinger. Because didn't uh, Logan had a stinger, right? Logan had a stinger. No. Did it? No. Oh, can't I can't remember. remember if they did any of that on that Fox side. Did they ever do any right, of that? Right, because it was well. They do on the they they do on the X Men movies. That's true. Because that's where you got like, ooh, Mister Sinister's coming. But guess what? He didn't. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get <laughs> We've him. We got a lot of teases for uh, uh, for for Mister Sinister, and I, you know, we really don't ever get him. We get the tease, of yeah. Mister Sinister. Uh, it's up. The reviews are up a little higher than when they first had the first few. It's up to sixty-five. It's not bad. Yeah, pretty sure. That's uh, yeah, better. no, no extras during or after the credits for Logan. Nope. Okay. Uh, Crystal Skull. So if this is a sixty-five, Crystal Skull was at seventy-seven. So it's got to climb some to beat Crystal Skull. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. Crystal Skull is seventy-seven. How is that possible? What yeah, were the critics right. critics smoking that week? I don't get it. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, let us know on Friday. Fast X, uh, extra scene during the credits. Uh, Super Mario movie, extra scenes during and after the credits. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, uh, cross Spider-Verse, extra animation shown during the credits. Yeah. Well, just animation. They didn't do any story. It was no, just of course like, not. Uh, Oppenheimer, uh, currently no after credits information. No. <laughs> I love Media Stinger. It is a great site, mediastinger.com, especially the app. Um, but uh, My favorite yeah. tweet of the week was this... Uh, so apparently in um, Malibu, sudden, yeah. suddenly a big giant pink Barbie <laughs> house appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. They unveiled yeah. it, and somebody wrote the Oppenheimer because it opens the same weekend as Oppenheimer. Oh, does it? Okay. <laughs> and they said Oppenheimer. Well, the producers of Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer have an opportunity to do the funniest thing in the history of films if they wanted to blow that thing up as a as a as a uh, counter, you know, if you're going to have the Malibu, the Malibu house, have, have Oppenheimer blow it up with a small nuke. <laughs> with a little mushroom cloud. Yeah. That's oh, what you should geez. do. Yeah. All right. That's it for us. Thank you all for listening. We're going to get out of here. Uh, don't forget. We need your help at patreon.com slash TMS. Yeah. Brian mentioned a play date. We'll be doing that on Friday. So watch for that. Well, we still have plenty Not Saturday, of, Friday. Cause yeah. I'm going to uh, Denver's equivalent of comic con, which is called fan expo now. Ours is also Fan X. Well, just X, I guess. Yeah, just Fan X. Which boring. Is, yeah. boring. I think it's same, probably the same company. It feels boring, doesn't it? The name. It does. Fan X. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks, San Diego. <laughs> Jerks. Uh, anyway, but that'll be fun. So tune in for that. Regular shows the rest of the week and uh, other cool stuff happening uh, that we'll talk about tomorrow. All right, that's it. Let's get yeah. out of here. Do you have a song to play here at the end of the show? I have a song, Scott, and I and I want to preface this by saying the title does the title of the song uh, does contain a controversial word that we don't all like. You know, don't all like saying the word rape, mm. but bear with me. Trust me, this is great. Kai from Finland. 
wrote in and said, On TMS 2454, Brian and Scott discussed the Evolution Control Committee, which reminded me that during the early 2000s, I was really really into them, especially one ECC song that I kept in constant rotation, and it was called Rocked by Rape. Quote from Wikipedia, The ECC wrote Rocked by Rape, consisting of samples of Dan Rather's deadpan delivery describing various atrocities over looped riffs from ACDC's Back in Black. Oh, wow. This work brought legal threats against the ECC. CC by CBS, but by 2003, CBS appeared to have dropped the issue. Rock by Rape was nationally broadcast on NPR's All Things Considered in 2000, and it was even played at a roast for Dan Rather, which was later broadcast on C-SPAN. Uh, the song still seems very hard to find on legit streaming services, but the cover master shouldn't have any trouble. I don't have a special date or special occasion other than nostalgic reasons for my request. Thanks again for reminding me of the ECC, Kai from Finland. Nice. Never heard of this, but I'm curious yes this is this is great i mean it is uh uh it's just listening to all these clips of dan rather saying you know horrible fire uh <laughs> earthquake da, da, da. just one thing right after another uh anyway um this is this is great all right so this is the evolution control committee from their album plagiarism nation uh volume 2.0 uh, featuring the lovely voice of Dan Rather and a song called Rocked by Rape. This is the CBS Evening News with Dan Rather reporting from CBS News headquarters in New York. Good evening. Danger. War. Killer. Fraud. CIA. Mayhem. Crisis. Horrible. Inflation. Military threat. The flaming debris. Fatal heart attack. Stress injuries. Prison disaster. Economic collapse, dangerous radiation, a tide of violence and human misery, a liar and an unremorseful killer. Communist international smuggling pipeline, starving victims, and now they die. Chemical weapons, carpet bomb deaths, tough FBI, kill and injure children, police conspiracy, negative attacks, discipline, sex and drinking binges, dying of a heart attack, dying of breast cancer, dying of a Japanese nuclear bomb, Mountains of credit card debt, the mountain of cocaine, tons of cocaine, atomic bomb radiation experiments, unwitting test subjects, dangerous radiation, marijuana abuse, hooked on drugs, time for us to bug out. Rock, rock, rock by rape, rock, rock, rock by rape, rock, rock. Rocked by rape, sex, drugs, and rocked by rape. Nazi war criminals, cancer, garbage, murder, caution, terrorist, castigation, police conspiracy, dramatic urban torture, drunk driving, hostage siege, government shutdown, collapses, desperation, despair, deep into debt, criminals, Persecuted semi-automatic handgun, explosive gunman killed a tourist, funeral victims, racist massive lawsuit, hostage, ethnic war, cancer death rate fleeing for their lives, CIA narcotics operations, hungry, homeless, frustrated terrorists, spoiled, unsanitary, hard-hitting losers, brutal, bizarre, critical bombing, the gang's rule, criminal anti-government love triangle, Deeper and deeper into damage, even death. Anti-drug DEA, worldwide ban. Time for us to bug out. Rock, rock, 
Rock by Rape. Rock. Rock. Rock by Rape. Rock. Rock. Rock by Rape. Sex, Drugs, and Rock by Rape. Disgruntled conspirator attack. Killed. U.S. warplane went down in flames. Crash. Gun down. Shooting death. Blood drops. Murderer. Desperate tragedy. Isn't he dead? Death penalty. Ransom note. Forbidding. Notorious. Overwhelming. Communist. Urban punishment. Low ethics. Extortion and murder. A plane crash set an entire neighborhood on fire. International smuggling pipeline. Make it faster. Better. Cheaper. Health risk. Criminal. Murdering a man. Tough. Diplomatic hell on earth. Magnetic radiation. Fraudulent assassins. Mysterious murder. Chemical terrorism. Military targets. Fatal crash. Danger. The freak accident. No known survivors. Wild and woolly semi-automatic truck bomb. Emergency anti-fatal shooting rampage. Notorious negative police brutality. Fear the hidden Nazis next door. Marxist rebels. Serious murderer. Accidents problems. Punitive damages. Like that negative heart-wrenching controversy. Time for us to bug out. Rock. Rock. Rock by rape. Rock. Rock. Rock by rape. Rock. Rock. Rock by rape. Sex, drugs, and rock by rape. Bug out, bug out, bug out, bug, bug. And that's part of our world tonight. For the CBS Evening News, Dan Rather reporting. Good night and have a great weekend. Get more at frogpants.com. Like a taco? Like a taco.